Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is a special episode of The Real World. Wait until after the music. This is a true story. <laughs> to find out what happens. What happens? When people stop being polite. Start getting... <laughs> Welcome, welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Real World. And as you know how I get down, I hate when I have too many weeks go by that I can't make an episode. But because of the way that schedules work and the people that I'm trying to get on the pod to do some cool things, I couldn't necessarily get that stuff all tied together before I needed to come out with some more content. With that being said, I came up with the great idea to follow a format of a podcast that has gone completely missing but I feel like it was something for the culture that was at least something that I personally listened to and love. I was a big fan of the Babani Jones podcast called The Evening Jones. He kind of had a Q&A format. And so for just one night, and maybe I'll do it again later, I'm going to jack his format and do the same thing. So I posed some questions to actually Instagram, Facebook, ask my friends some stuff. Um, to try to pull in a bunch of different questions that I could kind of answer to go through just to have some fun. We'll start this off with the first one. I won't say who this person is, but he'll know who he is when he reads it. If a married woman or man is denied oral sex from their husband or wife, is it okay to receive it elsewhere? Now, um, let me keep it real. I'm not married. I've had a living girlfriend. I'm going to say that that answer is probably no. Uh, We've all seen the brothers, or if you haven't, if you happen to be between the ages of probably like 30 and 40, you saw the brothers the same time that we did. There was a famous part of it for a couple that actually had a really good relationship but D.L. Hewley was really upset that his wife would not perform oral sex on him. So because she wasn't down with the get down, it always caused problems. So I would say one, if you're really asking this question, is this some shit that's happening at home? If so, please, please, please reevaluate the people that you feel like you want to be with and that you're going to get married to. Because at the end of the day, Whatever freaky or non-freaky shit that you feel like you need to have satisfied, if you don't do those things, you're probably going to either drive both of you fucking crazy or cheat in your situation. And because I don't want to see anybody do that, I'd advocate for finding people who are down for the things you'd like to do. Now, that probably wasn't as juicy as you'd expect, but I'm just keeping it real. I'm all about uh, being like the nice guy, being committed and being in a relationship and happy in that and staying in it. So stay strong, my man. Um, I hope that situation works itself out. I don't know if it will, but it is what it is. Uh, Next good question. Why do men think that we can't see Beijing in your hairlines, but you talk about women with weaves? All right, so uh, as a guy, Over the last few years, one of the big things that's kind of come about is fibers and enhancements, 
or however people want to say it, for those that don't know, Beijing is like a dye type substance that people put in your hair to make your hairline look crispy. I fortunately happen to have a dope hairline, shout out to my mother, even though I'm in my mid-30s, but I know plenty of friends of mine who have been losing their hairline since we were in college and like 20 years old. So, here's the deal. I can't tell a grown man what to do. What I can tell you is if on Monday, your hair was a little light, and on Tuesday, when you took a photo that you posted for the gram and your hair was mad dark, we all know the deal. I can also say the same thing to my ladies where if you started out with short hair on Monday and you had the knee along, if your hair's back down your back by Friday, we also know the deal. I'm not saying one is better than the other, but I feel like if women can trick men, why can't uh, men trick women? Women have body shapers, makeup, all kinds of shit that I can't even think of to make a man feel like she is more attractive than what she actually may be. And I know that sounds fucked up, but here's the deal. Love you for you. I can't tell you what makes you beautiful, but if you don't have eyebrows and you gotta get those shits tattooed on, that's probably not gonna say something to me. I probably would love you with your no tat, like your no eyebrow having ass anyway, but you might think you need that. So I'm all for people doing what makes them happy. Uh, if it doesn't cause you to have surgery or real complications, do you be the new you? I don't care. It's a thing. Um, here happens to be another question that's revolving around here. Why do ugly beep? I'll just say ninjas think a beer is going to save them. Our baby ain't going to be born with one. So this is a question that I would have to pose to women. And if I keep it all the way honest, this is more about you. Beards are taking over. As somebody who's known as the baby face killer, because I can not grow facial hair to save my life, I don't know what to tell people. I'm sure there are plenty of people who have all these types of beards. It's a thing right now. I know there's a party called I Love Beards. Women love beards. I get it. It's a thing. I can't tell you to now like choose a better looking guy because you can't see half his face. I feel like you dating like Cobra Commander or some kind of ninja or something because all you can see is my man's features from his nose on down. But if that's the way that you went, it's the exact same thing as if you showed me you with the uh, with the leggings on that fit everything and makes things seem nice and tight and sitting up right and that's just not your reality. So when you take it off, it looks way different. Now, again, I'm not one to tell somebody what works for them, but just realize this is the society that we live in. This is the same thing with women getting hatfished right now. I know plenty of my friends who always rock hats because their hair is gone. They're not really comfortable rocking a baldy. Shout out to my boy. Uh, but because they do this, sometimes women are definitely upset and they feel like they've been tricked. Welcome to our world. As a guy, we've been tricked for what? All of my life, all of your life, your grandparents' life. They've been wearing wigs and shit since Cleopatra was a queen in Egypt. So it kind of is what it is. Next question. Can we do a race trade with Kanye West for Taylor Swift? Now, 
This is an interesting question. Um, if you noticed, I've changed the instruction of my voice to try to mimic the sound of what I think Bamani sounds like when I listen to his podcast. I love it that much. And so this is just my big ups to him. I hope he comes back soon. I hope it's not a contractual thing. But let's jump into this. First off, no, we do not want to trade Kanye West for Taylor Swift. I dislike Kanye. I have sold my Yeezys. I hate the things that he says, but I can't tell you a single song that Taylor Swift has ever made. I do know that he was an asshole when he ran up on the stage for which he called himself an asshole and made a song about it. And she's been America's sweetheart ever since. And while that's certainly a cool thing, it's a thing that literally means absolutely nothing to me. If nothing else, even when Kanye pisses me off, I can always go back to the following five albums of his to make me feel better. The College Dropout, Late Registration, 808s and Heartbreaks, A Deep Dark Twisted Fantasy, and whatever was the one that had a good life on it because outside of Drunk High Girls or Most Deaf, it was a pretty epic, great album. Now ask me if I can name one Taylor Swift song. Not an album, a song. I don't know the video that he ran up on stage for that was voted best video of the year instead of single ladies. And the truth is, I can't even tell you what the video looked like. I'm pretty sure MTV wasn't playing videos by the time this video even aired. So I say all of that to say, Taylor Swift, I appreciate the things that you're doing for the movement. I don't know what they are, but because you decided to speak up and say that you wanted to vote for some Democrats in Tennessee, everyone's now trying to trade you and get on the team. I support you. I wish you nothing but the best, but I'm going to say that we will keep Kanye West. Next question. Who is your sleeper team in the NBA this season? Now, this is one of those questions that kind of pisses me off. I would love to answer this if I was sitting in the barbershop or kicking it with my boys and talking whatever crap with my friends because that's what we do. However, I realized that in having a podcast, I love having women listeners. Not saying that women don't love sports, I don't know a single woman, I repeat, a single woman that listens to sports podcasts. I know women that listen to other things and cool stuff. Sports podcasts, not going to be able to do it. So because of that, I try not to touch that topic because I'd like to keep my audience as broad as possible. Yes, I know where my target is. I'm appealing to my fellas. What up? Um... I'm probably listening to people or I'm probably attracting people that are somewhere between the ages of 25 and 40 who happen to be educated, who may even see the world a little bit like I do. But that doesn't mean I don't like women to listen to my podcast either. Women tend to have friends who they share things with. Women support things. That's why if you've noticed, there have been a lot of women on my podcast lately. They have their own perspectives and they support if my ninjas supported half as much as the women who, whose friends have come on my podcast, I probably would have the biggest podcast in the world right now. So dudes, do better. Step up. Hold your boy down. And then maybe I'll talk about sports more. 
Um, but I say all of that to say, go Denver Nuggets. Next question. Do you consider yourself black, African-American, or a person of color? Now, I picked this question um, mostly because I thought that it required a certain nuance to answer. Unlike most of the things where I could kind of play around and I gave you a different voice with them, this was serious and I thought that this would give me the chance to actually break some things down. So one, black is a color. Even though we consider ourselves black, the denomination between both black and white and just basically the duality of, you know, white being good, black being glad, black is evil, has always been something that's bothered me since I became an adult. I'm not sure the period with which we were accepting of being called black instead of Negro before we moved to African-American. Um, but I, in a perfect society, I would like to not be considered a color. I think that we've given so much power to these two words and colors that it's really dangerous if we keep using that stuff to kind of define us going forward. That's not to say that I don't sometimes call myself black because a lot of times I do. The other problem is that when I hear the the phrase African-American, it's hard for me to identify with the place in Africa that I'm from was, you know, just frankly, prior to going through 23andMe, I had no idea where I came from. My ancestors were slaves. And so because of that, there's also no connection to home like a lot of other people do. You certainly have European Americans who are, you know, I'm Irish American, I'm Russian, I'm French, whatever it happens to be in your Caucasian, you have a way of tracing that back and then seeing yourself. Because of that, these people are very proud to say where they're from. You split that and here's where I'll get killed. I have some friends who happen to be Nigerian. I have some friends that are, you know, from various African countries. One of the reasons why a lot of times black people feel like they can't necessarily say they're African-American, even within our own culture, uh, there's this dividing line between, you know, the way that uh, immigrant Africans look at African-Americans. And to be fair, that that goes both ways, vice versa. You know, growing up, oh, you're an African booty scratcher. As an adult, I'm not stupid enough to say something like that. As a child, I certainly would say something like that because I thought that you being different was not okay. Learning stuff and trying to, you know, growing into myself, I realized how much of an idiot I was as a child, but that also goes to show you just how much influence my society had on me and the outlook that I had on things. So I I don't know if African-American works as well. And third, a person of color is probably the dumbest designation in the entire history of the world. The real reason I say that is because while we're known as being black, I don't have any black friends. The friends that I do have tend to have brown skin. We call Mexicans the browns, if I was in Donald Trump's, you know, voice. They're brown, black on brown violence. The problem is that we're all brown. They're just a different shade of brown than we are. You have people who, you know, if you're talking, you're Arab, where your skin is more olive colored. The fact that we're breaking these things down 
is ridiculous. As a black person, I can literally be any shade from super light fair to really, really dark purple. Because of that, I don't want to be known as a person of color. I have light-skinned people in my family. They're also people of color, but do I want to separate the two of those things? We've had this huge problem, especially within the black community, where colorism is a thing. If you're light-skinned, you're better than the person that's dark-skinned. Light-skinned guys are in, dark-skinned guys are in, brown-skinned guys are never in. Fuck that. I want us to be in for a change. Why can't we be on top? But all jokes aside, think about it for a second. Why is the color of your skin something that defines you so much instead of the content of your character? And I know that that's cliche, and I get it. MLK said it years ago. But think about what he's saying. We should not define ourselves based on the color of our skin. We should define ourselves based on, I would agree, your past heritage and kind of where you come from. Problem is, we don't know. And it's a really hard thing to struggle with. So if I had to pick one that I consider myself, um, I'd probably say that I am African-American. Uh, I do realize that my ancestors, or at least most of them, came from the continent of Africa. I can kind of see that back, even if I don't know exactly when our lineage started here. But that's something that I can identify, and I think that's more positive than saying that I'm white. Oh, that was heavy. Um, Next question. Booty or breast? Ah, I am picking answer number three, face. The reason why I feel like I always pick faces, um, what happens if you happen to get pregnant and my daughter now looks like you? I would hope to pray to God that because I chose wisely and you happen to be a gorgeous woman, that that's what my daughter looks like. If I chose you strictly just because you had a big booty or big breast, that could just be bad because then you could have a face that just looks very strong. And I don't want a strong face because I'm a man. I want my woman to have a softer face. And because of these things, I'm going to choose neither. Now, if you happen to have either of these things or both of these things in the face, Man, you're probably an Instagram model right now and not really working to do much. But if you're not one of those people and you're working nine to five, you could have all three of these things. That's a a true statement. I hope you're happy and you're married and all of those things. Um, I hope you find somebody that's nice for you. But growing up, I would say I was probably a breast man. Um, A lot of the women I dated definitely had that. I know the black stigma is that we all like booties. And a nice booty is nice too. But I think that growing up, you notice the girls that developed more. So I probably stuck with that. Like I could say some things, but I don't really want to call out some of my friends. So even though it'd be a great inside joke, uh, (laughs) I probably shouldn't. Nah, fuck it. Uh, I have a friend who frequently would think about this, and this is what he would say to women with, like, big breasts or about them. I just want to see them shits. Like, didn't care what they look like. He just liked big breasts. 
So shout out to you, bro. Um, you know exactly who I'm talking to. Uh, any of my college friends that hear this will know exactly where I'm going with it. Um, this has been one of those really quick episodes that I just wanted to do. Uh, I'm going to get back to watching basketball. This is going to be released on Wednesday, October 17th. Um, I appreciate you guys listening, supporting. I promise to keep this going, uh, get some cool guests in so I can keep talking to you. Uh, and this has been another episode of the real world. Rappers want a ball, ballers want a rap, and Darrell just wants the podcast. I'll see you guys later. Peace.